Welcome to a Second Chance at Life podcast. I am your host, Arvilla Beckworth. I help women who've been confronted with life's challenges turn their experiences into an opportunity at a new direction in life. Each week, you will hear motivating stories, life-changing interviews, along with actionable tips and strategies to doing life over again. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to a Second Chance at Life podcast. I'm your host, Arvilla, and this is episode number 45. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's going on? Thank you so much for joining me for another week, another episode. If you are new to my podcast, I want to welcome you. And if you are a returning listener, thank you for coming back. Depending when you are listening to this episode, I want to say good morning, good evening, hey, maybe even good night. Either way, I'm always thankful that you guys come on each week and listen to me and my voice and just say, hey, I'm really thankful for the new people that I have met on my podcast, my podcast and my social media. You just never know who you really can infect, who you change, who you inspire until people actually come up to you and tell you that. And for me, it's still, um, I guess, new is still exciting because for me, it's me talking about my past hurt, me going through my life lessons, me just learning things. And by other people receiving it and understanding it and know where I'm going with it, it's like, you know, it's all worth it. You know, am I perfect? No. Will I know everything that goes on for a second chance? No. But for me, this is more like my experience, my diary, my way of giving back, you know, to you guys and to someone that needs someone at this moment in their life to hear that it is possible to come through it strong and be able to deal with it on their own because your your journey is how you deal with it. No matter what society says and how you're supposed to deal with it and you should have it done within 30 days. No, journey slash growth can take years to do. I mean, mine's almost took seven plus years to kind of get even to the start of my healing. But until you actually heal from something, you never really get over it. And that's my topic for today is letting go of baggage. Now, this could be baggage from relationship, a job, even your self-esteem. But you got to understand that each one of us comes from some type of bad relationship, hurt relationship. Maybe there was a promotion that you applied for and you got turned down and you felt felt you was, you know, wronged for doing, you know, not getting the position. There's always some type of hurt, but we always carry that baggage around with us because of the hurt. And sometimes that hinders us from either starting a new relationship, getting a new job, it affects our self-esteem. I mean, a lot goes with it when you don't let go of the bag, the, the baggage inside of you. And some people hold on it so tight that they end up having a mental breakdown because no matter 
if you get into a new relationship and you do not deal with the hurt, then the next person you meet, you almost automatically put that stigma on them because of the, what the last person did. I mean, think about it this way. Say if a, a past significant other had a drinking problem and every time they got drunk or every time they passed out or lashed out, you know, it made you in fear of, you hated the way they act, you hate the smell of alcohol. So anytime they took a drink, you're just like wondering, okay, are they going to start acting like that, that, acting like that person that I hate? Now, once you finally leave the relationship and you move on to the next, that next person may not be a heavy drinker. They just might have one on occasions. But then as soon as you smell alcohol, maybe they get a little tipsy, maybe they act a certain way, then your defense mechanism automatically hypes back up. It's like, well, they're going to be just like so-and-so, or I can't do this because they're going to act like so-and-so. And that should be a sign that tells you that you really haven't dealt with the past baggage in the past because everybody's not going to be like your ex. And that's not fair to them for you to always make them feel that way. You don't even give them a chance to show you that they are that person. You just put the title on them and make them fit something that they're not supposed to fit. And I want to be transparent uh, with my husband now. When I first met him, I thought it was too good to be true to be with this man because my past relationship, um, it was abusive. It wasn't safe. He wasn't very positive. It was always a victim mentality with him. Like if it wasn't his way, it was my fault. It was always something going on that he was just never happy with. Nothing I can do to really make him happy. But as I ended that relationship and got into another one, the same bad habits, the traits that he had, I automatically assumed that my husband would have the same thing. So from the beginning, I was already self-sabotaging my relationship because I'm like, well, he's going to be the same way and he's going to treat me this way. And, And I'd never, my husband never gave me the inkling that he was that way. I was bringing old baggage into a new relationship. When I, uh, the the point that came to a head is basically when my husband sat me down and says, you know, it's not fair to me that you keep making me feel that I am him. I am nowhere, nowhere near this person. And for you to always label me that way, that hurts me because I've never shown you that. I've never shown you that side of me. That's not the side of me. So why are you pinning this on me? And when I seen that, I knew how serious he was and how serious our relationship had gotten to it. I mean, it was always to the point like he was saying, if you keep self-sabotaging, self-sabotaging this relationship, then we don't need to be together. And that was an eye opener. And I was like, oh, my God, this man is telling me that he is willing to leave me because I keep pinning him, keep labeling him as my ex. At that moment, I knew I had to get some help. So I did. I, I seeked out a counselor um, at my local church and had to work with them for 60 days. And it really showed me that I had baggage left over from my last relationship that I wouldn't let go. I mean, it was something that I was holding on to intentionally and not intentionally. And it was just more the fear of, okay, 
the fear of a relationship that I had, I was afraid of letting it go because it was like, well, if I let it go, then I'm going to be back in the same spot. Or if I don't deal with it now, how is that going to affect me? But the counselor pretty much told me, you're holding on to something that's not there. And it's not fair that you make this man feel like no matter what he does, it's going to be exactly what your ex did. And I had to think about it. It's like, you know, it would be hard for me to understand if my husband did me the same way that whatever his exes had did to him, that's the way he treated me, you know. If they cheated on him or if they did him wrong and that's how he treated me, then I would be hurt because then they'd be like, well, that's not fair. I didn't hurt you. They did. So why are you putting their past mistakes on me? And then I had to think, well, guess what? You're doing that to your husband. So if I can tell you anything, past hurt is a real feeling. And sometimes the reason why it's hard for us to deal with because it is hurtful. We don't want to have to revisit that past. We don't want to have to revisit why we were hurt in that relationship. It's so, so easy to just sweep it up under the rug and not deal with it at all. But that's a no-no because what it does, it leaves you open to whatever relationship you get into. That that wound that you have not healed completely, it's going to bleed into your next relationship. And that person has to suffer because you can't get the help. So I want to give you five things that will help you letting go of baggage, especially in a relationship. Number one, learn from your past. If you learned the lesson from a failed relationship, you know what to look for in a new one. So if you know that anxiety was something that was hard for you or being afraid of like domestic violence or someone drinking, then the next time you come across someone that has the same sign, guess what? You know, then and there, I I don't accept that. You know, I love me that much that I will not do that again. You know, I don't need someone bad enough that I can overlook these red flags to be with somebody. Number two, everything's not meant to be. And that's okay. Even if you put two, five, ten years into a relationship and it didn't work out, you don't owe anything to that relationship because you spent that much time in it. You don't have to go back and feel like you have to be loyal to that relationship or even that person. It didn't work out and it wasn't meant to be. And it's okay. Number three, let yourself be sad. You just ended a relationship. And it's okay to feel every emotion that comes with it. If that means crying your eyes out, cry. If that means screaming at the top of your lungs, scream. If that means you're angry and you want to go to the gym and get a punching bag and punch it, be angry. But I want you guys to learn how to go through the emotion and the hurt and don't let it be bottled inside of you because a lot of people don't deal with the emotional part. So anytime they see that person's name, anytime they see a relationship, anytime something reminds you of that person, they're crying and they're upset and they want revenge. But during the time after the relationship, use those emotions. Understand it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to to, to feel hatred. But then Pick yourself up and get some help. 
learn how to deal with your emotions, learn how to be able to adjust into your new norm of not having that person around. Number four, for some people, I know this is going to be hard, but you have to do it, especially if you have kids. Don't talk to your ex. If you're done with them, then then be done. Don't keep opening up old wounds to see if something is still there. The faster you let them go is the faster you're healed. But I understand if you're happen to still if you happen to to still need to deal with them because they are your child's parent, then find ways to deal with them on a uh, what is it? Not professional level, but on an equal level. If you guys have to meet with a counselor when it comes to discussing your kid, maybe it's going through family counseling. Maybe it's meeting at a mutual friend or family's house so you guys don't cause a scene or find ways how you guys can work together when dealing with your child. And And sometimes it's not possible. I mean, there was times in my relationship that when I had to deal with my ex, it was like, the, the hurt was still there. Every time, you know, I'm still lashing out about things that happened or things that he wasn't doing, then I had to find other means on how, you know, for my child to see, you know, still see her father. But all the time, it doesn't work perfectly. So understand it may take time for that to happen, but don't let your child suffer because you and the parent are unable to come to an agreement. If you guys have to get a mediator to step in because because you guys can't work it out, then do so. If you guys have a trusted friend or family member that can be the medium where you can drop them off, they can pick them up, then do that. I know court systems, they have a, um, what is it? Uh, I'm trying to think. It's a, it's a uh, family chat. And basically, anytime you have to communicate with the other parent, it is monitored by the, st- uh, the, the, the court so if they try to threaten you, if they try to say something that's, I guess, not right, then it's being monitored. So that way you can keep a paper trail that you're, you know, whatever communication that you're having with that other part, the other parent is being monitored. So I'm not sure what measure you guys may have to go to. But if you don't have to talk to your ex, then don't. Number five, work on self. After you end the relationship, use this time to love yourself again and find ways to improve yourself. Understand you just finished a relationship. No matter how long it is, a part of you is no longer there because you were used to always being around that person. Good or bad, you still had time invested at some point or another. You loved that person emotions were involved. So you want to repair that area that you had open for that person and learn to love yourself and give yourself time to be by yourself because you see a lot of people, they end a relationship and then the next three weeks they're with somebody else. And it's like, dang, I just thought they just broke up with so-and-so. But some people don't know how to be alone. That's scary for them. It's easy for them to go from relationship to relationship just to feel like they have somebody. And that's not a good thing. That just kind of goes back into almost your old relationship bleeding into your new relationship. Because no matter what that person does, it's going to trigger something that makes you think about your ex. So be willing to be by yourself, learn yourself again, love yourself again, 
Take yourself on solo dates for a little bit. I mean, I know you're used to being around somebody, but learn how to be by yourself again. Know what you want. Know what you like. Things you missed doing before the relationship, you were doing before the relationship, do them again. I mean, this is the opportunity for you to really learn who you are, be able to adjust to your new norm, and just be okay with it. And bonus one, which is number six, accept responsibility for your past. We don't think at the moment that we had anything to do with the reason why our relationship ended. And sometimes you have to self-reflect and understand, okay, but what was my part in this relationship? And own up to it. Because it's easy to say, well, it's their fault. How could it have been mine? And even I was even saying that how could it have been my fault? I don't understand it. But then when I really sat back and thought over the many years and some of the things that I've done and, or could have done to change you know, the scenario, I didn't. I stayed in a re- relationship when I had red flags. You know, I did think in spite of. So I'm not perfect. And that's why I want to let you guys know, accept responsibility. One, it's better for you because it, sometimes it's not always their fault. Something you might have done could have triggered something that... Just even you staying, you know, it's your responsibility. You could have left. You didn't have to stay for five years. You could have left that year one when you seen the signs. So everyone has to accept responsibility when it comes to leaving a relationship. But keep this in mind. Everybody in this world has been through a bad relationship. So don't feel embarrassed when the one you've been with for four or five years finally ends Don't be embarrassed. Dust yourself and pick yourself off and learn from that relationship. What did it teach you? What did it say about you? What does it say about others? Maybe it's it's not meant for you to be in a relationship for a couple of years. Maybe it's saying that, hey, there's something about you that you haven't dealt with from a previous relationship that you continue to bring from relationship to relationship. So it's always a learning lesson. We just have to be humble enough to see it. So I hope this week's episode helped you, encouraged you, and let you know that you're not the only one that has baggage in your life. You just want to be able to recognize that you have it and heal from it so when you do find the right relationship, you're not self-sabotaging it by your old mindset. Until next time, keep smiling. Thank you for listening to a Second Chance at Live podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And if you know someone who would benefit from this podcast, please make sure you share. Until next week, keep smiling, learning, and striving for a second chance at life.